Okay, uh, so we're here for another Nine Hertz podcast, but this is a, a different one. We're going to sort of start this um, new release show because we get sent so much stuff uh, um, for you know editor at ninehertz.co.uk. If you feel like you want to send us stuff, then do the same. I'm joined by Pete. Say hello, Pete. Hello. Um, yeah, so we're going to go through. Um, we're going to pick nine tracks because we're Nine Hertz, and that makes sense, I guess. <laughs> um, so the first. Uh, track I'm going to play today is um, one I've actually reviewed it it's going to be up very soon um, got sent a tape the other day which is a rarity like we don't really get sent stuff like that anymore um, so immediately put it on brilliant stuff like it's literally five minutes long um, it's a band called Wood Chickens um, and apparently I say chickens weird so um, <laughs> if you've got an issue with me saying chickens um, then please write to us and, and tell me how to properly say it. Mate, I've got an issue with saying chickens. <laughs> Straight away. Straight yeah. away. Um, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> getting away from their name, um, it's just absolutely mad stuff. Like I've, I've sort of looked at the label and it's like, um, basically they've put out about three or four really different releases and this is just like a really short tape of like psychedelic strange countryfied stuff have you had a listen to this one pete no i haven't yet i haven't because uh, we haven't had the review up but okay i'm just looking at it now yeah, yeah it, it's um insane sounds up my street yeah. yeah um so they describe themselves as like psychedelic and, and a bit strange um where, where were they from uh they're from bloomington indiana apparently so right. um i got the, the press release was really good as well it had like they're all in uh cowboy hats um so I, re- I really want to hear more, but they don't appear to have done much. So um, I've said in the review, like, they need to write an album because it's just that good. Um, the tracks are dead short. So um, this first one's called Sados or Sados. So, um, yeah, I'm just going to play it. That was uh, Wood Chickens um, with a song called Sados. Um, Pete's going to play a song now, um, and it's by a band called Radiant Knife. Um, I think their album's called Science Fiction. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. I think I, one of the things I'm kind of looking forward to doing with this, uh, you know, with this podcast, if we do it fairly regularly, is um, playing songs which we haven't necessarily reviewed. I think you kind of alluded to it: the fact that we get so many, um, yeah. and there's a lot you kind of list to. Uh, briefly um, and this is one of those that I didn't actually get around to reviewing um, it's out this week uh, this album yeah. um, but I did enjoy it and it was just uh, timing really kind of ran out of time with uh, other things particularly in summer so 
yeah, they were kind of two-piece. Uh, not sure where from. I think uh, somewhere in the US, but can be more specific. It looks um, like they're from Louisiana, so okay. um, south, yeah, cool. I guess. Um, and yeah, it's, it's it's familiar. It's not uh, the most um, original thing, but it's very kind of, it reminds me of Black Cobra in a strong sense. That's good, yeah. Yeah, I love Black Cobra. A uh, bit of a sort of high on fire, a uh, bit of Mastodon type stuff. Uh, it, it kind of quickly goes into a pretty simple and heavy riff, so yeah, it, it, it kind of grabs you pretty early on. That's cool. I mean, um, this has been sort of sent to us by a guy called Curtis Dewar, and he, he sends us a lot of stuff, mm. and most of it is fantastic. So, like, I, th- I feel like we we review like a lot of the stuff he sends, which is a great sign. I mean, he's doing really good work. Um, mm-hmm. I've noticed he's actually started doing a lot of um, PR and like. Um, advice videos for bands so you know that's pretty cool like yeah it's really hard to get noticed these days when you do send stuff through so he's giving out advice and sort of making sure people are doing the right thing to get heard so i mean mm, this cool. is a case in point really like he sent us this amazing release and we're playing it on the podcast so yeah thanks curtis um yeah so i mean this this cover like really took me when i saw it it's like really strange psyche kind of cover on it have you yeah, seen the artwork luminescent. yeah 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 it's like um, a hall of mirrors or something with some sort of demon or something in the middle so yeah 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 cool well. <laughs> uh, yeah like a two-piece um and you know there was a kind of rash of two pieces uh what about five years ago sounding like this black cobra you know them, themselves but uh, yeah we we're pretty cool um and um, you know like i said i'm glad we get the opportunity to you know showcase one of the bands we pass by that's it. I mean, we've always said we're, we're sort of here to sort of hold up bands that might not get the press or might not get the attention that they deserve. So um, it's great to be able to play this, even if we haven't had time to review it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, I think I'm just going to play this. It's uh, Radiant Knife um, and the song's called Wasted Minds.
also that was Radiant Knife with a song called Wasted Minds. Um, I've picked a song that um, Pete doesn't know I have, and the band's got a terrible, terrible name, um, <laughs> but it's like really good music. Um, now I can't remember the name of the other band that we reviewed with the same kind of name, but this band are called Goat Sperm. Oh God! <laughs> so I think we reviewed a band called Goat Penis. Yes. So we're basically you doing reviewed. Like... I did. It was awesome. Kind of obsessed. Yeah. So parts <laughs> of goats. I, if you name your band after a part of a goat, I'm going to play it, you know, or review it. So, um, but, you know, the, the name grabbed my attention first, obviously. Um, but yeah. it's, can you guess what it sounds like? Yeah. Is it, it kind of raw death metal by any chance? It's like black metal, yeah. They're from the yeah. Ukraine. Um, All right. It's normally um, Ukraine or like Chile, isn't it? With yeah. these <laughs> they love their goats in these countries. I don't know why. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So it's, <laughs> and they're on a Lithuanian label, which is called Inferno Profundus. So um, yeah, underground black metal <sighs> label apparently. So um, yeah, I mean, d- it, the fact that you can buy the digital album for six euros sixty six is yeah. pretty indicative of what it sounds like as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> So the the album's um, called, um, I think it's called Voice in the Womb. Um, right. And the song that I'm going to play is called Into the Deep Waters of Catacombs. Um, I I love this kind of stuff because it's just so um, out there and like, you know, there's a sort of faceless um, kind of biblical sort of artwork to it as well so right. you know this is this is the stuff we live for you know this is the stuff we get sent <laughs> <laughs> and like now and again we just go this is so stupid it's brilliant so yeah fair play to goat sperm um <laughs> we've had we've had some amazing names over the years i think violent breakfast is still one of my favorites but i mean <laughs> it's the italian stoner bands that have the best names they just have ones that make no sense at all um, i'm just looking at this goat sperm now that's yeah, voice in the womb. It could be quite, you know, like a maternal thing. You know, it doesn't quite fit. Well, yeah, maybe. Or so, I mean, you know, it's like, like an evil baby. Yeah. I think it's supposed it's... to be an evil baby. Ah, okay. So yeah. Yeah. Um, Fair enough. <laughs> I'm just going to blast people with this now. Um, <laughs> enjoy. This is goat sperm. <laughs>
those were the dulcet sounds of goat sperm and i'm sure you all enjoyed that um <laughs> pete's pete's gone back to sort of i don't know kind of stoner rocky kind of vibe for this next one would that be fair no no <laughs> <laughs> well actually no yeah it's to an extent um they i think they're kind of like a uh grindy hard curry noise type band uh but yeah. this one this actual track that's uh, that's kind of the album but this track does have a bit of a a bit of a groove to it yeah um, you know beneath it all um yeah. it's kind of herd mover from yeah. somewhere in oh brighton that was yeah, it. Brighton, um yeah. which has always got plenty of good bands and uh, this you know it's the type of band it, it's playing at Dreadfest. I was going to say the type of band that you see at Dreadfest, but okay. they are playing there next year. Right. Um, you know, like brilliant kind of fast, violent and fun type of band. Yeah. Uh, and this came through, it was on the Astral Noise, who are a cool um, uh, webzine originally, but they've turned to uh, record labels and everything, you know, everything they've heard so far is excellent. And it was really good website as well, kind of. Uh, not just reviews, but sort of in-depth um, articles and interviews. It's going to be well worth checking out. But, That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So then they, they sent this through to us, um, reviewed it, and really good. This track especially. It's just, um, you know, sometimes you listen to these sort of fast, you know, uh, spazzy hardcore stuff, and it can quick, quickly tire, you know, like you get yeah. a bit after six, seven, you know, 25 songs. <laughs> it kind of blends into one. But the fact that... They mix it up, and this track's got something a bit different about it. It's got a bit of a, uh, I think I wrote in the review, like a bit of a surf uh, groove to it. Then, yeah, that, uh, it kind of just sort of keeps you alive to it and keeps you awake with them. Really enjoyed this uh, this EP uh, called. It's called uh, Volume Three, Section Fifty Nine. Yeah, and for some reason they've got volumes for all of the other of their releases. So. I yes. don't know if they're just building on that. That's quite cool. And I read something about this, and I was reading it. Something about section fifty-nine. Is it? It some means sort something. Of, um, the right to search or something. Are you going to Google it now? I'm googling it as we talk, because <laughs> otherwise it's just pointless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, police. The headlines: Police powers to seize vehicles for careless driving. Okay. So, fair enough. There you go. And the picture on the thing has got two skeletons driving. So. Yeah, and yeah, on, uh, on their uh, last record, it looks like they've got a. A vehicle doing like a sort of side wheelie, whatever you call that, oh, over, yeah, over yeah. another person, yeah. and then they've got a tractor on another one. So they've got a bit of a theme going here, I think. Mm. Um, yes, I'm yeah, I'm disappointed big... you didn't pick the song Bin Raider. <laughs> we, picked, <laughs> we picked the song Fence Banger instead. So you know, instead of raiding a bin, we're banging a fence. By herd mover, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is brilliant. Though. Cool. Let's just do it.
Um, right, so um, we're going to talk about uh, a Sheffield band. We've got. To, I think we've got to every podcast. To be honest, there's not really much point not. Is there? Um, you know, we've our roots are in Sheffield, and we're always proud of bands that come out of Sheffield. Really cool stuff. Um, Kurakuma, um, who are currently on tour. Um, I think they're in Slovenia or Lithuania right now. Um, I think they. <laughs> I think this is great like research um, but I think they played Obscene Extreme as well and some other sort of festivals so uh, yeah, um, Brutal Assault it? that's it Brutal Assault not Obscene Extreme that's a bit more grindy isn't it um, but yeah they, they, psh, I, I, I can't sort of praise them enough I, I love them I think they're brilliant and I think they've got better and better as well I think they used to be yeah. quite sort of basic and you know quite just blunt but now they've they've gone all psychedelic and you know my review's quite gushing I guess um, I think it's, it's warranted, though. You know, yeah. I think because we're, you know, because we're here, we go to the gigs. We've seen them, not the first gig, but from early days, and yeah. they and they were. I think they were always different, um, and they always tried to be different, um, and that has really kind of flowered now. And uh, I think having seen them uh, live, particularly this year, they've. We, you knew kind of the next release that would come out was going to be special. Yeah. You know, it's only two songs, but. It is. Um, yeah. it's, it's had, there was that uh, gig uh, at Record Junkie sporting, who was it? Monolord. Yeah. So, you know, big kind of Swedish doom band. And there was Kurakuma, two Sheffield bands sporting, Kurakuma and Blind Monet. Um, yeah. And I thought both of them blew, you know, the touring band off the stage. Yeah. Kurakuma like, played uh, what I think is the kind of second track off this, off this EP. Mm. And it was just, it was amazing. Like you say, psychedelic, but in really heavy setting. Yeah. I mean, Brilliant. this this um, EP is only two songs, but like I've I had it on like maybe four four or five times while I reviewed it because it's just so interesting. Yeah, um, the first song's almost like a, a build up really to the second one, I'd say, um, mm. but it's still great. It's got like this really good hook to it. Um, great lyrics, like when you actually read them as well. Um, so to explain this, this is um, just an EP. Uh, by Kurokuma but they're putting out on vinyl and tape and digitally um, and it's got some of the most psychedelic artwork I think you'd probably see for a sludge band um, and it's based on a guy called Paul Kirchner um, who sort of illustrated a, I'm guessing like a, a sort of weed based magazine called High Times um, and uh, the Dope Rider was like a character, a cartoon strip in there, um, looks like a cowboy style <laughs> guy with some guns on the front of the um uh front of the artwork so yeah really interesting concept stuff and, and totally original for a sludge band i mean kurakuma i i i think people probably agree like kurakuma are kind of never um wants to sort of go down the sort of um cliched route yeah um they hate that actually i've i've talked to joe a few times about this and mm -hmm. i think they're all kind of like big fans of like the style of music but none of them particularly listen to this kind of music so you get this really interesting take on it when they play yeah yeah i mean all three of them like throw themselves into it that's what i was like about watching yeah. kurukuma you know it's just like watching three people um just lose control a little bit it's great yeah yeah without doubt that it, it, it obviously is, you know the fact that they've got um 
wider interests outside, you know, like musically uh, than just Doom, and, and mm. arguably, you know, like you say, so you wouldn't necessarily, uh, they're not, you know, to kind of, to look at them maybe, it's probably the wrong way of putting it, but, you know, to, to speak with them, you wouldn't uh, necessarily think they're into like a, a sludge band. Um, and, you know, I'm sure they've all got musical interests, you know, sort of playing and listening outside of that. Yeah. But that's what, that all feeds into Caribbean and is a, yeah. uh, and that's why they sound different. That's why they sound uh, interesting. Definitely. And, you know, better than the, you know, a, a lot of the stuff in the school. And that's not being dismissed. I mean, I, you know, the rest yeah. of, the, you know, of, of just what most standard do, but they are one of the most interesting bands in the scene. And, with you know, with stuff like this, with kind of uh, the second track on this EP for me, uh, the first view, yeah. you know, they're there for one of the best bands yeah, in Doom and in the land. I think definitely. I mean, I'm I'm really proud that Sheffield's produced this as well. Like mm. um, Sheffield's like very good at producing Doom and stuff, but um, nothing quite as strange or unusual as this. I don't think. What I like, I mean, you said like they they don't necessarily listen to this kind of music, like. I know Jake's into his like very strange world music and and jazz and and electronica and stuff. Mm-hmm. And Joe, he, you know, he he said I saw him the other week and was just talking to him about um, he does a, he actually does a podcast of his own, completely about uh, chip tune stuff. So um, like computer game music uh, called right. the Game Wave Podcast. So if anyone is interested in hearing what influences Joe in a weird way. Um, yeah, he does this amazing podcast with a guy in Japan. Um, they record it much like we are over Skype, I imagine. Um, and yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. like it's this really, and that again, that's like another scene that's like full of really interesting and original music. So hmm. I think it's just a product of its um, parts, really. Uh, Kurokuma, it's um, yep. very interesting. So yeah, we've talked about it enough, and they'll probably be getting big-headed. So we'll just um, we'll just play the song. Um, this is Dope Rider Part One um, off the Dope Rider EP. Um, and you can find that on Bandcamp. Bandcamp. <laughs> <laughs>
So, um, we've just gushed about Kurakum, <laughs> Pete's just said he's about to gush about Jotnar, because um, they're great. Um, yeah. I mean, this is, I think, what, third or fourth release, I think. I mean, they've done It's the first album, um, yeah. but they have had three uh, demos or EPs, and, and yeah, they're basically one of my favourite bands in the country. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I saw the album came through for review, and then thought, oh, you know, like, you think... I hope this is good. And within, <laughs> you know, you can be excited. You know, excited when when one of your favorite bands puts stuff out. Um, and I think that I've picked the first track on this on the sound purely because it takes about two seconds to realize, yeah, it's going to be brilliant. Yeah, um, it's not the best track on the album by far. And I do you know. I think uh, there's just three or four better than it. But uh, it was that kind of that that kind of instantly knowing that the album was going to be great. Um, I think there's something about it that John and I were the only band I've ever felt when I've reviewed them, reviewed two or three of their things now, uh, that my lack of uh, musical knowledge, you know, has <laughs> hindered how I want to write. I, think I wrote to you kind of while writing it saying, what's the term for this? But I just can't <laughs> explain what it is about them that kind of connects with me exactly. Um, I think generally, <laughs> in a non-musical term, there's a kind of uplift in the music, even though it's kind of a this you know very fastly played um, you know essentially sort of black metal components. Um, it goes on this uh, sort of uplift, which you know I, I kind of I think you can feel um, and you can feed off. Uh, I think if I'm not a person to ever really get down. But if I did, this is the type of thing I could I'd put on to bring me back up again. It's, it's just as a natural, um, a natural wave of high, and, and, a bit, and basically this, you know, I'm, I'm overstating it, but they're they're brilliant. I kind of love them. I saw them uh, live last year, uh, and they're just as good live as well. Um, I don't yeah. know if have you had a chance to listen to it much. Um, yeah, I, I've loved everything I've heard by them. Um, I've just not um, given them that much time yet, and I, I really don't know why. It's one of those bands that I. They're just on my yeah, yeah. radar, but I, yeah. So this will probably make me listen to it. To be honest, I've got some time. I'll probably put aside some time and listen to this. Um, what I love is the fact that they. I think they've released a lot of their stuff already on Superfire, and this is another Superfire yeah. release. Um, we probably talk about Canal quite a lot, but with good reason. Like Superfire Records, um, one of the most prolific underground labels and I think a lot of people would struggle to actually tour and get their music out there if it wasn't for Canal and yeah I mean he's part of hundreds of records tonight it must be um, oh yeah for what for how long as well you know 15 yeah, years maybe something years, definitely yeah yeah because yeah. I mean he put out um, Flatlands in 2005 and that was one of his first releases right, I think yeah. he'd done Melt Banana at that point as well but <laughs> yeah. I mean if you read through like the bands he's put out it's like a who's who of yeah, I mean, most bands at Dreadfest will have been put out by Canal at some point, or yeah. he'll probably yeah, want yeah. to put them out. <laughs> He's got a good like, ear you know, for out of burning water and yeah. uh, army flying robots. That type of thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he gave Snowblood their first few releases. I think he still does Summer Doom or whatever called. Um, yeah. Just yeah, um, he he's an enabler, I guess. Um, <laughs> and he's got a really good ear for foreign bands as well. So um, he will sort of like hear something like an obscure demo or something and he'll go right let's put you out with a UK band um, and split it and let's do it with yeah. loads of different labels and make it happen um, yeah I once slept at his house when he lived in Bristol years and years ago um, 
we probably should do a podcast with him soon, but um, yeah, I guess that's on the should. way. But I, I literally had to sleep in almost like a coffin shaped like space among record boxes, like that to sort of make <laughs> right. a human shape. So it's got like a metal kind of story. Then go on. No, <laughs> no, literally. But no, his his, his his room was like a post office. It was like um, just boxes and boxes of Superfly records and stuff <laughs> yeah. and sent for distro and stuff. Yeah. It's either going to be like that or he lives in a mansion. Yeah. <laughs> he probably does now, to be fair. Like, he probably is in a mansion. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, we'll we'll talk more with Canal, I guess, soon because, um, mm. you know, I don't even know how we'd break down Superfy. Um, he'd probably have to say, right, here's my favourite few records from the first few releases and then, yeah. So... But Jartan are, are another great find of his, and I'm sure if he hadn't put them out, someone else would. But I'm really glad that Canal stuck with them, and you know, it's happened. Yes. So, um, what's this song called? It's uh... even further, Mark. Jotnar, um, we're we're sort of on a quite a heavy. I think the first song was like the, the lightest thing we'll play today. Maybe, maybe the last song as well. We've got a bit of a treat, a bit of an exclusive actually for the last song. But uh, Pete's picked another one called um, a band called Void Rot um, from California. Um, Death Doom, quite quite simply, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. I started off. I think you know if we're going to do this fairly regularly, it will it'll be. Um, bound by whatever kind of mood we were in at the yeah. time um and if we'd have done it like three weeks ago i was on a bit of a on a on a weirder psyche trip but i think we just caught me at a time when all of a sudden we got a few kind of um you know death metally doomy type releases in which 
you know, I used to think it was a bit of a turgid scene, to be honest. I thought it was um, for people who, you know, who who couldn't write the wrist for death metal and couldn't, you know, or fast enough or couldn't write, you know, I suppose, you know, just sort of jack of all trades and master yeah. none. But actually, that's a lot of crap. And yeah. <laughs> there's a there's a lot of good stuff. Um, it's something really kind of got into this year. And there's stuff, uh, I think, like there's Graven Mall, Void Rot, um, some of the releases we've, that I've come through, which we haven't reviewed, which really show, you know, what can be done with this. Void Rot in particular, um, it's on Sentient Ruin. It was, I think we were sent it by a couple of record labels, actually, um, which I probably should find out the other one for while I'm talking. But um, the... It, the, the slight sort of subtleness to it they've got I think a bit of a you know layers to it um, psychedelics pushing it a bit too far but you know sort of expansive I suppose rather than just you know sort of um, you know death metal uh, sung in a box type yeah. you know grunting <laughs> the, there is kind of real layers to it it does stand out yeah I think um, like what you said about sort of death doom before being a bit like um I think it's changed in the last few years. I think there has been a massive raising of standards in that kind of genre. Mm. I think before, yeah, you might have actually found it was just crap, you know, mm. plodding stuff um, that might spring into like blast beats now and again. But I think bands like, um, I don't know, they've kind of crossed over like, like uh, black metal and, you know, shoegaze and. Yeah crusty stuff and black metal it's it's become this kind of it, like we said at Christmas I think um, when we did the sort of best of shows the first Nine Hertz podcast we did actually if you want to go back and listen there's some pretty good tracks on that but and again that's Sentient Ruin Records mm, um, yeah. and yeah the crossover stuff just makes all the difference I think yeah I, I, the other one I just uh, bring to mind it was uh, Malthusian who are an Irish yeah. band who I've reviewed uh, I kind of reviewed it after I chose my selection for this a few days ago and that's incredible, you know. Yeah. It is best. That's incredible, um, and it just because that's kind of a mixture of death and doom and black. But um, you know, we've said it before. This is the the there's no boundaries now. You know, you don't stay. You're not just you know not just a death metal band. You're not a doom band. You're not a whatever. Um, you're kind of an amalgamation of yeah. of whatever you know. And that's where the, that's where this it's opened up, and there's so much more. You know, yeah. so much more to listen to now. I, mean, I think great. it's a real surprise when you find a band that only plays one genre and they they resolutely stick to it now. Oh yeah, and, and sound good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and manage that. We have plenty of, of um, oh yeah, plenty of like definitely. just straight up black metal. Yeah. Thing, you know, <laughs> I mean, it tends not to be of you know great quality. Yeah, I mean, we we get sent. So I mean, we've gone on about this every time we sort of record, but we do get sent. Yeah tons and tons of stuff I mean every time I, I turn the emails there's like something interesting in there yeah. um, you know there's probably something in there right now so um, but yeah I mean Voidrot obviously have impressed Sentient Rune and uh, they don't put out uh, yeah. anything bad from, <laughs> from what I no. can tell yeah that's um, true uh, I should say I found the other, the other labels called the Everlasting Spew oh well. fantastic see yeah. that's worth it that's worth saying that's worth <laughs> interrupting to just get it. yeah <laughs> but you know Everlasting like, Spew yeah. So yeah, we've had goat sperm and everlasting <laughs> spew on this podcast. That's pretty amazing. I like that. Yeah, awesome, cool. Well, um, we're going to listen to Void right now. Yeah, this song's called Agency, and I've just noticed someone on their Bandcamp called the Unholy Lord of Putrid Stench has called it Necrotic Doom, which I think is absolutely fitting. Yeah. <laughs> 
Why don't we write reviews like that?
think in the in the interest of balance, um, I've picked um, a song by. Um, we've we've talked about them a lot on uh, the podcast. Like we've had two of them on uh, other podcasts. So Gilmore Trail. Um, now they've uh, had another drummer. Um, they've they've replaced the drummer like in the last few years, and I think they're about ready to release stuff soon. But um, in the meantime, they've um, recorded almost like a tribute song. Um, so Gilmore Trail and Friends, they're calling it. Um, it's um, it's just come out, and it's like name your price sort of thing, but it's for a really good cause. Um, I think you'd probably gathered from if if you've listened to the podcast before that both Joe and Dave from the band are big fans of the band Cardiacs, um, and unfortunately, their singer Tim Smith, um, you know, their sort of band leader, I guess, Tim Smith. Uh, has been living with a condition called dystonia since uh, about 2008, which is a neurological condition. Um, and he's basically trapped in his mind um, in like a... His body doesn't work as as well as it should, so it's um, it's not a great life he's leading at the moment. So Gilmore Trail, being nice guys as they are, has, have sort of come together with a few mates to record um, a cover of the Cardiac song uh, Stone Age Dinosaurs. Um, I think um, Joe actually picked this song um, before, but they've done like a very. I mean, I, I've heard it. I don't think Pete has, have you? No. Um, but it's uh, it's it's almost like an orchestrally kind of version, like a very drawn out version of it. And they've got um, different people singing. I won't spoil it too much, but they've got um, you know uh, different people singing on it, different people playing different instruments on it. Um, there's a backup choir of friends. So um, yeah, it's a really interesting little thing, and I think it's a really cool thing to do they're putting it on a limited edition cd as well so if you want to um go and listen to it you know gilmoretrail.bandcamp.com i think so yeah it's, it's just a nice thing to do and thoroughly nice guys they are too so um i don't know if there's much more to say i mean um pete's not heard this so um, i think we'll just play it if that's okay
From uh, something quite nice to something just horrible, um, we played a, we played a track um, by uh, the band that one of these guys are in. Um, if I'm not wrong, I think are they from India? Is that right? Yeah, uh, they are. Yeah, um, Tetragrammaton. Yeah. Um, yes. So this band is called. I mean, you're gonna have to say this. Okay. Well, I, I, I'm guessing it's uh, Joyti Save Danga. Yeah. Okay. So that other <laughs> band. <laughs> have ridiculously long song titles and I don't think these are any different um, no. again it's like just a barrage of 
of noise, really, isn't it? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, and this, 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 yeah, I mean, yeah, they're kind of, um, they're from, yeah, it's, it's, so I think it's one guy from Tetragrammer side. Uh, there's a guy, there's, which are from India. They've got, uh, I think there's another Indian, a Russian and a Ukrainian. So it's this multi kind of multinational, um, scarily uh, full on band, really. Um, and yeah, they share a lot of the, uh, qualities of Tetragrammer side who kind of sort of blew us all the way last year, mm. um, including ridiculously long song titles. There are kind of subtle differences with this one, and it, which make it uh, interesting. Really, there's um, it, it, it's it, it is full on. It is kind of you know sort of intense, blow your face off stuff. But it has a, it has it's a bit more you know like the the artwork's very kind of um, uh, spacey and science fiction. There's a there's a bit of that to it, a bit of a eerie airiness to it, um, and then there's a bit of a kind of a, a doom period, you know, like a, just a repeating riff, which is a bit of doom's probably not it's not really doom, but you know it's that type of that type of um, thought yeah. to it. It's just just brilliant, really. Yeah, I mean, I'm waiting for the first Alien film that's going to be like soundtracked by these guys because it'd be just <laughs> yeah. like a sensory overload. Like they need to make a really horrible Alien film with this as the soundtrack. Yeah. Just for like an hour of this, be horrible. <laughs> um, so I mean, they it looks. I've just written up on them. So they they did a debut demo called Cannibal Coronal Mass Ejections, <laughs> which sounds a bit more blunt. Um, yes. But this one's called Thermogravimetry Warp Continuum, which sounds a bit more concepty and you know. Yeah, the science sounds like a prog album, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. So I mean, th- we're just saying they've got like thousands of plays on um, SoundCloud. So I think they're pretty popular as well. Yeah. Um and the the label they're on seem to put out loads of interesting sounding bands as well. So I really want to check out these bands. There's one called Genocide Shrines, there's one called Caveman Cult. You 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 you're kind of a sucker for a name, aren't you? I am, yeah. And do you know what? <laughs> they pretty much always deliver. So <laughs> I mean, there's a band called Curry Fragium and the album's called Black Seed of Bestiality. And that was out in February. So yeah, Larval Productions. I'm gonna be rinsing their back catalogue. Basically, <laughs> that's gonna be my my week. Just listening to horrible <laughs> Indian or Ukrainian black metal and stuff. No, so. I tell you what, though, there's been a few. You know, it's not just um, yeah, it's it's patronising to say, but it's quite surprising. There's been other bands that have come across, and I really should have the names to hand. But you know, there's a few Indian bands that um, I've heard that have this kind of. Uh, you know, I think they, they call it war metal, but it's, it's that absolute intense, you know, sort of yeah. blistering industrial death, black doom uh, noise. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, and, and it's great here. You know, it's it's really interesting. Definitely, I mean, it's it's quite fun. I mean, I heard um, some terrible Indian new metal the other day. Someone had put it on Facebook, right? And it was just, uh, yeah, just just ill conceived and, and awful, and that people are obviously laughing at it, but. Um, yeah, there's just a rich seam of really good like doom as well, um, yeah, and traditional st- stoner rock. So, I think we're starting think, to see that come out. Yeah, I, I, kind of the other one I've just looked on because I can't say, it, but there's a band called Apathiva Raktadara. Um, I'll send you a link okay. and we'll put it on the thing. But yeah, there's a, there's a few of them. It's kind of really interesting, um, and just uh, you know, it can be kind of full on you know um, but there are these differences it shows it can be developed even when it's just you know pure you know that blistering noise definitely I mean I've got um, 
one of the guys from a band I reviewed a while ago um, constantly gets in touch with me to sort of um, recommend music. So I might I might do an Indian special or something. I mean, there's got to yeah, be cool. like a, a band for every genre over there at the moment. So yeah, yeah, be amazing. I think to see the first one we were doing with that uh, there was that Stoner band you reviewed years ago. Do you remember? I think it's that yeah. band I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh um, uh, yeah. I just can't remember the name. That's good, isn't it? Well, I'm sure I'll remember it and um, and sort of put it in. But um, yeah, I mean. It really surprised me. It's probably really, like you say, it's really patronising to say, oh, well, you know, Indian metal is pretty good. You know, well, why shouldn't it yeah. be? You know, mm. um, they've had the same sort of access to music as we have. I think course, Iron yeah, Maiden yeah. are massive in, in like Asia and, mm. you know, India isn't. And it's, yeah, it just makes yeah. sense, doesn't it, really? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So um, we're going to finish with this. Um, and this has um, been a really enjoyable little um, sort of look at new stuff. So we're going to try and do this on a regular basis. Uh, it's not as if we're short of material. So, yeah, mm -hmm. enjoy. <laughs> 